the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. It's a Monday edition of The Ride Home. And, Kathy, this is, is it supposed to be like the gloomiest it's day? It's the gloomiest day of the year. It's a calendar. It's calendar a calendar gloomy. thing. Yeah. Because it was a pretty nice day out. It's the third Monday of January. Like the what? It's the... In the bleak midwinter. They call it Blue Monday. Hmm. I don't feel blue today. I don't feel blue today. I think it has something to do with how much you know, vitamin D we're getting from the sun. Yeah, we are getting a lot of vitamin D Yeah, that's recently. good. Yeah. But I guess the whole idea is that the holidays are over, the New Year's thing is finished, mm-hmm. and you've already ruined your resolutions. Right. And so now you're coming to grips with the horror of your own self. Right. And now you look forward to Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day. Who looks forward Day. to Valentine's Day? What do you really? mean who looks forward to Valentine's Day? I think a lot of people look forward to Valentine's Day? I think a lot of people look forward to I think a lot of people dread Valentine's Day. Why? Why would because you look forward to love? Because if, Not look forward to that. Because a lot of people who are searching for love or have found a love that is unsatisfactory. <laughs> have you found love that is satisfactory? I have. I have. Do I'm you very not happy want to celebrate love. that love? I do, but I think that for a lot of people, it's not a happy holiday. I don't think people are looking well, forward to it. Well, good luck on your search because okay, you and I have found it. Apparently, new Mike has as well. Uh, look at right? par- Apparently. Like you don't have any evidence. Well, I'm I mean, like saying, apparently he has. I mean, I'm not going to speak for sure. new Mike. I can speak for you, at least yeah, partially. Then. It is the ride home with John and Kathy. <laughs> I'm speaking for you if I uh, choose to. Anyway, okay, mm-hmm. so we got a Super Bowl. We do have a Super Bowl. Okay, so it's coming up in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to be so sick of football talk by then. Why? Because it's one game. We have to talk about it for two weeks. Who? Who's we? You there and me? Should be one, no, not you and I. Thank you. There should be one week. Oh, uh, yeah, there should be one Between week. the end of the season and the Super Bowl. It's all right. I mean, you know, it's so it's as a sports fan, it's your choice whether you want to engage in it or not. Yeah, you're right? right. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm going to mostly ignore it until okay. almost kickoff time. There's going to be a lot of red in the stadium. There will be. Okay, Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. The obvious choice for me whom to root for. I mean, I didn't ask you, but go ahead. I'm asking. Are the the Kansas City Chiefs. Why? Well, they've not won a Super Bowl in 50 years. I know. 50 years. I'm with you on that. Do you know that the Chiefs have, you know, you know, like whenever you go into PNC Park or the, uh, the paint or wherever, Heinz Field, and you see all the banners? They don't have banners. They have one. They have one. And it's in tatters. Which is from 1969 when they won the Super Bowl. They've not allowed themselves to hang any other championship banners because they've not won. Because they don't have any championship banners. They've won divisional. Okay, but they don't care about the divisional. So. Okay, so I'm behind the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes? Plus, oh, he's. He is so amazing. He was absolutely terrific. What a performance. Mm -hmm. What a performance. Let me just say, though, Mm. that 49ers winning. They would have six Super Bowls. Ooh, okay, that another would, reason to would, root against that. Would that would tie the Steelers and the Patriots. Another so we, reason. we don't want anything to do with we that. We do not. All right, no. but that's not, okay. Let's talk about a local thing of great import that's getting a ton of conversation, not just in town, but around the country. And that's what happened at the uh, Pens Bruins game yesterday. Sports wise. Okay. Okay, so the Pens quickly. I mean, I wasn't watching the game, but I get the, my little updates. 
They were down quickly. The first two shots, Murray, Murray let in, went in. Yeah. And as soon as that happened, I was listening to it on the radio. Okay. People started not just booing. I mean, this is in. This is in the Pittsburgh hockey arena. This Plus is it, in the paint. Was it on national television, yeah. I believe? Right? So Nationally televised. People in, inside, people who paid to be their ostensible Pens fans, start mocking Murray. Mm-hmm. I, th- I couldn't believe. At first I thought, what are they? I said to my husband, what are they doing? What's that sound? And it wasn't until I, the announcers were like, well, boy, the crowd sounds unhappy with Murray. I thought, you know what? This is so, it's over the top. It is. It's over the top. It wasn't just booing. It was mockery of someone who has brought two Stanley Cups to Pittsburgh and is 25 years old. Right. I agree. I, when you go to a sports, you know, Steelers, Pens, Pirates, and you're booing the home team, I always find that it's just sort of punk behavior. It's so distasteful, isn't it? I refuse to do that. I, I, I mean, your teams, look, we've sat through how many seasons where the Pirates are just abysmal. I still don't Most. boo. Pretty much so. I still don't boo the Pirates. I know. You go there to support your team, to love on your right. team. That's all. Right. Especially Matt Murray. I'm Like you said, he's won two Stanley Cups at a very tender age. So, All right. So what the, this is what I was thinking of as mm-hmm. I was kind of taking all this in and thinking of it overnight. Yes. Is I, I understand that professional athletes are paid an enormous sum of money. I get that. I also recognize that people who are going into the paint to watch a game have paid for their tickets. But there's some kind of weird like entitlement mentality we get into when we pay for something that if I paid for it, all of a sudden, like there are no holds barred. Mm -hmm. I can say whatever I want. I can do whatever. Why do you paying for a ticket? Why does that equal you being able to throw off all the fetters of civilized society? Right. And I think that's it. Now, I think your point's well taken, but I also think this is nothing new, that fans have been incivil as long as there's been fandom. No, you're right about right? that. Right? So I just think it is part and partial. Okay, so what about the umpire thing in baseball? Kill the umpire. I mean, that's you know been around since the 1890s. As long as baseball's been around, professional baseball. Yeah, what you're actually talking about killing a human being That's because the umpire is made That's up. pretty bad. Right. I remember, um, actually, I shouldn't say I remember. I remembered Cliff Stout getting pelted with snowballs from fans in, at Three River Stadium. Okay. But it wasn't until I looked it up today that I remembered that Steeler fans cheered Terry Bradshaw after he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, now, not right. after he got hurt. It was because he got hurt uh, that they were cheering. Oh, really? While he was lying on well, the field. Right. That's rough. Okay, so that's just that. Uh, so you're right. It's nothing new. No. It's not like we've degenerated to this point in society where we're doing this. People just always have. Yeah. Who raised you, and why do you think this is a good and proper thing to do? How do you? How are you civil, especially in a crowd where there is a cloak of so-called, uh, you know, supposed anonymity around you? Because people think, ah, no one knows, no one cares, it's just me acting out. Yeah, well, I can be a fool, well, I can listen, be an idiot. How about, did you hear Crosby and Malkin talking after the game? Murray talking after the game. Murray said no comment. Right. But Malkin said, you know where we see this type of behavior? Philadelphia. Right. We don't see it here. Now that should strike at the heart of any Pens fan. Are you really acting you like Flyers fans? Yeah. Let's hope. Come on. We're, 
Pittsburgh's better than that. We've been just last year. We were voted the very best hockey fans in the nation. Mm-hmm. This is not how you act like that. Well, after yesterday's debacle, whenever the uh, professional hockey writers uh, convene once again, uh, we've put, given ourselves a black eye. That's, That's exactly all. right. Incivility. And so let, but let's end on a positive note. Murray stayed in there. He fought it uh, off, and he was an absolute rock. He was in the third period, and the Pens won four three. We came back. Fabulous. So for all the haters. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's our sports update. That is our sports okay. update. And coming up next, we're going to change perspective and look at the White House. Mm. SRN News White House correspondent Greg Clugston looking ahead to tomorrow's beginning of President Trump's impeachment trial in the Senate. Civility, incivility, it's on board. You think sports is bad? 101.5 WORD. Had your family ever faced hunger at a level where their life was at risk or had little or no access to clean drinking water? For children in the countries of Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda, it's a battle they face every single day. Word FM and Cross International is asking for your help to provide life-saving resources for children in these African countries to solve this crisis. A $62 one-time gift provides food, water, and also Bibles. You can get involved right now by calling 866-806-2977 or look for the Cross International Bank at wordfm.com guys waking up over and over to urinate is not okay but now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in super beta prostate p3 advanced we're talking about less urges to urinate at night less bathroom trips during the day and better bladder emptying it's like taking three prostate supplements in one you can try a full 30-day bottle of p3 advanced free just pay shipping and handling No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-458-4221. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. 1-800-458-4221. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-458-4221. 1-800-458-4221. How does Eden Christian Academy prepare students for success? Through education that ignites the mind and inspires the spirit from pre-K through 12th grade with over 50 professionally certified full-time teachers and opportunities in sports, the arts, and service to the community with results like SAT scores 200 points over the national average. Schedule a tour at any of Eden's three North Hills campuses and see what the area's largest non-denominational Christian school has to offer at EdenChristianAcademy.org. When you've got water, fire, or smoke damage, there's no debate. You have to vote yellow. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Our team is ready to help 24 hours a day. The man, the yellow man. This election year, you can vote red or you can vote blue, but yellow is always the right choice. Demand the yellow van when you have water damage and call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. Autocorrect on my iPhone will change the word previous and precious because it's only one letter different. This Valentine's Day, Word FM presents Date Night with comedian Marty Simpson. So on my 19th wedding anniversary, I accidentally tweeted, I've loved spending the last 19 years with my previous wife. A night to laugh as a couple. February 14th at Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley. General admission just $30. VIP dinner tickets also available. Hashtag sleeping on the couch. At wordfm.com slash date night. Calf, three years ago today, what event took place? I give up. Three years ago today, President Donald Trump was inaugurated. 
a scan three years. Have we traveled many miles oh, since yes, then? Oh, yes, we truly have. Rhetorically speaking. SRN News White House reporter Greg Clugston joins us. Greg, welcome to the show. Three years and now an impeachment is in process. That's right. And one year from today, we'll either have Donald Trump still in office or we'll have a new president. So this is a pivotal moment three years into the president's um, into his term in office, uh, simply because he, as Barack Obama used to refer to the last year of his second term, the fourth quarter, mm. you know, essentially you divide up the, the term in office into fourths. And that's what the president is kicking off his fourth quarter with, is the beginning of an impeachment trial, and it gets underway at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Mm -hmm. So, Greg, President Trump's defense counsel has filed their legal brief on impeachment. Uh, Let's talk about what it says and why it's important. So this is a filing that uh, happened earlier today. There have been a series of statements and uh, filings by both sides over the last three or four days. But essentially, you have the legal team today in a, in a legal brief that wasn't too brief, 110 pages, uh, saying that essentially the impeachment case is flimsy. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't rise to the level of impeachment, meaning that they argue that the, the president's behavior was not criminal and therefore does not rise to an impeachable offense. And they simply say that these articles of impeachment are deficient and they, they fail just on the face of, of the charges. And they're urging for the Senate to move very quickly and simply dis, dismiss this case because they believe it's, it's an unconstitutional and politically motivated campaign by the Democrats to remove the president unlawfully. Right. And so that most likely is not going to happen, will it? No, there will be, you know, the trial is going to move forward. Uh, the, uh, there, there had been talk, you know, over the last week or so of this possibility of Republican senators voting to dismiss the charges, but extremely unlikely at, at, at this stage, especially now that we have the Chief Justice has been sworn in to preside over the proceedings that happened late last week, and things are expected to get rolling tomorrow. Now, there still are a number of things, John and Kathy, that we don't know how is going to play out, meaning how much time is going to be allotted to each side for their opening arguments, and uh, whether or not witnesses will be called. And so some of those answers we may learn as soon as tomorrow, because they will still have to lay out the, the rules of the road of this trial, uh, starting in the afternoon tomorrow. I see. So 1 o'clock tomorrow, things will get underway. And, Greg, we should tell our audience that to you, Greg Clugston from SRN News, will monitor Salem's coverage of the event. W- what does that look like from your perspective? You'll be where doing what? Well, I, I will be um, at the White House where I, you know, I typically am reporting from. Uh, and then my colleague, Bob Agnew, who covers the U.S. Senate for SRN News, he is going to be obviously following the, you know, the hour-by-hour and minute-by-minute updates, as will I. And so he'll, he'll be presenting what is actually you know, happening and taking place as it's happening on the Hill. And with any sort of White House reaction, presidential reaction, or perspective from the administration, I'll be adding that. So it's definitely going to be team coverage going forward from SRN News. Greg Clugston with us, SRN News White House correspondent. We're talking about tomorrow's impeachment trial of the president, which begins at 1 p.m. Greg, what about the new additions to Trump's legal team that we found out about at the end of last week? Uh, Alan Dershowitz and Kenneth Starr, who knows something about an impeachment trial. Yes, he does, and he's going to be not on the, um, you know, not the, on the prosecutorial side this time around, as he was with Bill Clinton's Senate impeachment trial. 
but essentially he's going to be defending Donald Trump this time around. But he, he knows his way. Uh, you know, it's just amazing to think that someone um, is going to be involved on two different sides right. of two different presidential impeachment uh, cases like this. And Alan Dershowitz, both, both Alan Dershowitz and Ken Starr, they do bring... TV, uh, you know, face recog- in a, a recognition sure. to the American people. Um, there are other names like Pat Cipollone. He is the he is the official White House. He's the chief White House counsel, the top lawyer inside the White House, and he is going to be leading the legal team. But to be honest, he's he's not a household name, and not that that necessarily matters in a case like this. Uh, but someone like Jay Sekulow, who has been the president's pr- uh, private attorney. For uh, for about the past three years now, since the president took office, he of course is uh, is also well known on radio and television, has argued before the Supreme Court, and uh, is well known among a lot of uh, Christian conservatives across the country because of uh, his defense of religious liberty cases for many many years. I see. So, Greg, as the proceedings get underway, how much like um, you know we're used to watching criminal trials, whether you know in the courtroom live, if we go visit a courtroom, or especially on TV or in the movies, what does that look like? You know, I mean, will there be, you know, procedural uh, sort of a follow that we are familiar with or not? So there, there will be some similarities, but it, it, this really is a political event. Uh, and so there are going to be some differences from what we have come to know as, as a courtroom trial. Obviously, there will be some similarities, but there will be some differences. For example, the Chief Justice of the United States, John Roberts, presiding over these proceedings uh is is not going to be ruling on um, a lot of substantive issues when it comes to you know final final verdicts for example because even though the senators are viewed as a jury in this case they still remain lawmakers and they can pass laws you know they can make changes to senate rules should they need to during the course of of an impeachment trial so the the senators are more powerful than just simple jurors listening to the evidence mm-hmm. in a case what is also really fascinating, uh, especially in this day and age with um, electronic devices and instant communication, uh, they have to be, the senators have to be completely unplugged. They cannot have electronic devices. They can't have their iPhones wow. sitting on their desk. Really? And, and they cannot speak. They are there to receive information by listening only. And if there, if there comes a, a, a point in the trial when um, there have to be some motions from a Senate perspective for, for procedural matters, they technically could close the trial to the public, at least our, our access temporarily to the trial, so that that would enable senators to speak privately and then reopen the proceedings and continue. So there are some fascinating little, uh, you know, little sidebars mm. to the trial. So. As much as it seems that we know what the end result will be, we, you know, we, we know that the Republicans have the majority in the Senate. They've already said this is what they think of the impeachment uh, articles. And so we think of he's probably going to be acquitted at the end. Of, there's still so much of it that is unpredictable, right? None of us really know what tomorrow is going to bring. No, not exactly. And for example, when we talk about how many hours each side will have to make opening statements, uh, there's been a lot of talk about how the Bill Clinton impeachment trial may be used as as a model right. here in this case. And in that case, there were 24 hours given to the prosecutors and 24 hours to the White House, um, a total of 24 hours. 
So if, if they did four or five hours a day and uh, of, a, of a trial, for example, in the afternoon, and uh, each side decided to use most of that time, you can quickly do the math and see you're looking at a couple of three weeks just for the opening statements from each side. Wow. Uh, now, there, there has apparently been a push by some Republicans to have much longer sessions to move things along more quickly. For example, having a 10- or 12-hour Senate trial day that would essentially uh, force one of the sides or both sides to you know, compact their arguments and, and, and do them in a 12-hour in a 12, 12 session over a couple of days or something. So those are some of the details that are going to be – they'll have to be ironed out starting tomorrow. So I, I wonder what this does to Joe Biden, Elizabeth mm-hmm. Warren, right. all the Democratic hopefuls who essentially are suspending their campaigns. Well, that's a, that's a very good point, and that's an important part of the story, too, because we're, what, two weeks away from the Iowa caucuses, and you've got four presidential contenders in the Democratic Party who, you're exactly right, John, they have to suspend uh, at least having the, the primary candidate out on the field. They can have their surrogates certainly out there doing it, but it's not the same as having the official candidate out making rallies and, and talking to voters. Uh, so they are going to be in Washington inside the Senate chamber, uh, unable to speak, unable to look at their phones, and uh, for at least a few hours a day, unplugged from their campaign. I mean, that's I I did not know they were going to have to be unplugged, Greg. That is outstanding. I mean, that's going to be like a sweet, vicious type of torture for them, right? It's a negative for the president to be impeached. It's a positive that his rivals are not out on the campaign trail. Well, yeah. Well, then you've got other other members, of course. Uh, you know, former Vice President Joe Biden, Pete Buttigieg, and other other candidates. You know, they will have to see if they take advantage of that or or how they'll play that. You know, they they may want to, as a campaign, obviously uh, try to seek advantage in the case without making it look like they're taking advantage right. of having some of their candidate, some of their right. opponents not out on the on the trail. So. Y- I got to go back to something you said before, Greg. You think that the opening arguments might take as much as three weeks? Well, it's possible. Um, I, I would guess they wouldn't quite go that long. And then after opening arguments from each side, then, um, then senators are allowed at that point to ask questions. And that could be 12 to 16 hours based on the Clinton model. And then at that point, Republicans have said that is when they would vote on whether or not to allow witnesses, which, of course, would, if that went through, would lengthen the trial even further. So, again, these, these, are, these are projections, these are, these are estimates, and we simply don't know because the rules haven't been finalized yet. Well, Greg, we wish you well. We sure do. you got your hands full. Yeah, I'm going to say goodbye to my, uh, my family tomorrow morning. And... <laughs> do we need to send rations to you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and funny about the Senate uh, senators being unplugged. It's it's going to be a cleanse for some of them. Sure. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, believe so, me, for, for, I follow a lot of them on Twitter. I think it's really for the best. Yeah, no, then we get the president involved in that cleanse, we'd all be better off. I truly believe that's true. <laughs> right. And, and one final thing: speaking of the president, he's leaving tonight for Davos, Switzerland, for oh. this annual World Economic right. Forum. So he's not even going to be in Washington for the first two days of the trial. He gets back late Wednesday, and I'll be traveling with him Thursday to Florida for a visit to the Republican National Committee winter meetings where he's giving a speech. Nice. So he's filling, his, he's filling this first full week of the trial with other activities. Fabulous. Well, Greg, uh, no matter what, uh, what you think of the impeachment, it promises to be grand theater. 
Absolutely, and we'll keep you in touch. Very nice. Okay, and there's Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. There's nobody we trust more. No, we're going to make sure we follow Greg as the impeachment proceedings unfold this week and perhaps into eternity. Whether looking for a restaurant for dinner reservations or shopping for a major purchase, online reviews are a big part of the research consumers consider before making a decision. Unfortunately, many mattress review sites are paid by mattress companies to recommend their products, which makes it hard to trust the reviews. At the Original Mattress Factory, we do things differently. We value transparency and honesty, and we don't pay for reviews or mislead our customers. Read reviews from our actual customers at OriginalMattress.com. At the Original Mattress Factory, we believe that selecting your new mattress is a decision that's too important to rush. You should only purchase a mattress when you're ready, and you're assured you got the best value. That's why we offer our lowest and best price to everyone, every day. You don't have to wait for a holiday weekend, haggle with a sales associate, or face the pressure of a today-only sale. You can take your time and make a choice that is right for you, knowing that you'll always get our best price. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. Looking for a challenging, hands-on education taught from a biblical worldview? Look closer at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon at our K-6 grade open house tonight at 6.30 p.m. I'm Principal April Iceman. Jubilee nurtures young minds through an award-winning integrated curriculum, monthly educational field trips, and special programs like art, Kathy's music, drama, snapology, and Spanish. An affordable education with generous financial aid. Jubilee Christian School. Imagine. Believe. Achieve. At jubileecs.org. For your next event, instead of worrying about catering to your guests, why not just enjoy them? The Cooked Goose Catering Company provides homemade satisfaction that puts you at ease, whatever the occasion. Like their roast beef and stuffed chicken breast. With mashed or roasted potatoes and green beans, just $10.95 a person. Visit cookedgoosecatering.com slash word and see what's cooking. The Cooked Goose Catering Company, just good food. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville has everything you need to protect your car or truck all winter long. Say goodbye to winter grind with an extreme detailing to help preserve the life and look of your vehicle. Got a new car? Protect your investment with TST Rust Remedy, the most effective rust control system you'll find anywhere. And spray-on bullet bed liners offer extreme protection tested in the most extreme conditions known to man. Call the Extreme Team now at 412-257-1006 or visit ExtremeTruck.net. 412-257-1006, ExtremeTruck.net. Upwork has the largest network of independent professionals like developers, designers, data scientists, you name it. And they're proven, rated, and reviewed. So when you need in-demand talent, on demand. Upwork is how. I love the joy that children bring to the office. Good dental habits begin early with Dr. Megan Stock. I like creating those good, positive first experiences. My mommy is a really good dentist and she'll take good care of you. Visit StockFamilyDentistry.com. You have my word on it. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word, Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at Radio.com. Partial clouds for tonight, low 14. For tomorrow, clouds and sunshine, a high 29. Tomorrow night, 
clear to partly cloudy, low 14. Wednesday, mostly sunny, high 37. For Thursday, clouds with a high 43. And Friday, some afternoon rain with a high 45. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. I'm sorry. I did not mean to do that. <laughs> and yet you did. I, excuse me. Sorry. My wife's doing this thing where uh, every morning she wakes up now. Uh, it's part of her diet. You know, she's doing the keto thing. She's doing these eggs. So every morning I wake up, there's, you know, eggs everywhere. Scrambled eggs, hard, hard eggs. I mean, eggs, eggs, eggs. I love that. So I came down this morning. What you have? An egg sandwich. Listen to me. That's one of my favorite things you can do to an egg. An egg. I feel strongly about it. I saw this article in the Wall, in the Wall Street Journal last week. It was about the Japanese take on egg sandwich, uh-huh. uh, the, the sando. Okay, so that's their word for sandwich, apparently. I've never been to Japan. Sando. Uh, I'm going to be there in a couple of weeks, but I've never been. Um, I, when I'm there, I would like to have a sando. Yes. And apparently, egg is a common element of the <laughs> sando. The, it's the hard-boiled variety. So when I do an egg sandwich, I never do that. No. What do you do? I just make like a scrambled, you okay, know, right. semi-scrambled right. egg. That's what I do. Fold it well. in there, put some hot sauce right. or and then, you know, what are you putting on it? Are you putting lettuce, tomato? Oh, I'm glad what you, you asked yeah. because I'm very particular. Mm-hmm. I need a, a thinly sliced tomato. Mm-hmm. I need a generous amount of lettuce. Yeah. Not iceberg. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a, a leaf lettuce, a romaine, something like that. Right. And copious. Some might say excess amounts of mayonnaise. Hey, I'm so glad you said that. Mm-hmm. That surprises me that you're doing the mayo. I love it. Because you, you, you're. I love it because oh, I'm health conscious. So I'm reading. The health thing flies out the window with the egg sandwich. So how about this? I'm reading the article on uh, the Japanese egg sandwich. What I like about them, they're doing crustless bread. I think it's a fine idea. I do too. But I'm not going. I I feel no, no, guilty. I like that. No, I feel guilty doing that. Why? Because I feel like I'm wasting. I'm wasting food, and I'm being too frou-frou about Open it. Open the kitchen door, throw it outside, the birds eat the crusts. There right. you go. Everyone wins. All right. Okay. I, I like an egg sandwich. I would like to pursue it on a regular basis. I, I probably haven't had an egg sandwich in six months. Really? I don't like that about myself. I'm not sure why <laughs> it took the article in the Wall Street Journal to jog my memory. Right. Okay. Well, now's the time. Yeah. How about a, how about a bagel egg sandwich? Is it too it's bready? a lot. Too much bread. That's too much. That's mm-hmm. too much. But this, this uh, again, back to the Wall Street Journal article, yeah. the hard-boiled thing that they do, the one thing I like, it's very, you cut it in half, it's very lovely. Mm-hmm. It is pretty. I mean, the scrambled egg thing, it's like everything looks the same. Right. But the hard-boiled, there's a very nice demarcation between white and yolk. It looks good. But what about the texture? Because there's a change in the texture of the egg. And texture, to me, doesn't isn't texture a key thing in your food? Yes. Right. So the I'm texture. Gonna, I'm not going to want the hard boiled. Neither am I. No, no, I'm not going to do that. I just because, to be honest, what we're really going for in the egg sandwich is as close to an egg McMuffin as you can get. Well, okay. So my kids have been like sort of making their own homemade egg McMuffins yeah. recently. So they'll they'll do the, um, you know, and the 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 biscuits. You know, the, the Pillsbury Pillsbury biscuits. Oh, okay. You put them in the oven, you know, seven minutes or whatever. Okay. They come out, they're hot. Then they put their egg and then their bacon and a piece of cheese. Homemade egg McMuffin. Okay. Which is delicious. Are they delicious? Oh, Have yeah. you tried them? Oh, yeah. Okay. Just yesterday we had one. All right. Mm-hmm. Do you don't do those little um, things in the refrigerator section? You ever do those? I don't know what that is. What are you talking about? You know, the uh, either, you know, homemade croissants or your oh, cinnamon rolls. Yeah, that no, kind of I thing. don't know. I you have know. not oh, done that's that. That's good. We love that. Oh, I bet they're delicious. Oh, 
It's excellent stuff. Anyway. I bet they are. Okay, can I can I give you one tip before we leave this For subject? an egg sandwich tip? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is just something I've done in the past, which is really delicious. What's that? You take a tortilla. Yeah. Okay? Like, you know, your classic round tortilla. Mm-hmm. Okay? And in you put a little circle of shredded cheddar cheese. Okay? okay? Maybe halfway. Like in the half the the circumference, sure. Okay, okay. about halfway. Quarter of the okay. way in, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you put your maybe cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you lay one piece of ham, Canadian bacon, something. Oh, something in there. thin in thin there. Thin in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You crack your egg. What? Okay, you crack an egg, and it's kept in place by, by the shredded the little, cheese that you have on the outside. You made a little sort of divot. Right. You've mm-hmm. made a divot. Now your egg is sitting in the divot. If you want to do two eggs, you can put two eggs in there. Okay. Now wait. Then you're going to put another tortilla on top. Okay. Then you're going to wrap it in aluminum foil and you're going to put it in the oven for 35 minutes. Oh, that's too long. When you take it's not doesn't it it, it takes a while. 35 minutes. You take it out. It's perfect for a road trip. You're ready to leave out the door. Mm, your car's mm, packed. Mm, mm, mm. You're ready. You pull out however many family members you have. You have six of the you pull out six pieces of aluminum foil, okay? You hand one to each person and along with that a pre-made plastic container of guacamole that's genius and then you get in the car you rip your tortilla apart you dip it in guacamole it is the greatest travel food you've ever had tell me you made this up oh you did this no i saw it online you think i'm have time to make up something that is genius that's that's egg sandwich like fine art it's so delicious Okay, we'll take a break. Come back. Uh, Tony Turner's with us. We're going to talk about Martin Luther King. Today is MLK Day. Stick around for our conversation with Tony Turner in just a few minutes. 101.5 WORD. There's something strange in Arizona on the next Adventure in Odyssey. While Bernard begins weaving a tale of an unknown gold mine, a torn treasure map, and the greedy distrust of two traveling companions, he and Eugene find themselves trapped underground with no way of escape. Discover what happens next time on Adventures in Odyssey. Tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. As mothers and caregivers, we tend to put others before ourselves. Former Texas Governor Ann Richards once said, if you think taking care of yourself is selfish, change your mind. In planning for your retirement, it's important to pay yourself first. Women have unique needs as investors. They generally live longer than men and have less saved. Kurt Kenotic and the team at Accurate Solutions Group have developed a complimentary guide to help women achieve financial independence called 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. This guide addresses the reasons every woman should have a financial plan of her own. For your copy of this guide from Accurate Solutions Group, call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. That's 412-515-3555. Don't put others' retirement plans before your own. Take the first step toward your financial independence today. Call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it. 
If you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com surroundpittsburgh.com connecting you with new customers Washington County parents, you have a choice in your child's education, so why not consider a private Christian school that's been serving the community for nearly 40 years? At Central Christian Academy in Houston, pre-K through 8th grade students receive the comprehensive education they need to propel them to the top of the class in high school and beyond. Central Christian Academy creates model student leaders other kids look up to. Students prepared for a world that needs Jesus. Schedule a private tour and learn more at ccaschool.com. Today's Martin Luther King Day. Certainly, uh, traffic looked like it was a holiday. Yeah, national for sure. Holiday. There's hardly anybody in the parking lot. I'm surprised. I'm often surprised, aren't you? Because look, we're here today. We're working today. I think a lot of people do work, but it does surprise me on this day that a lot of people have the day off. It's a good thing. All right. So, Kat, when you think about race relations in America, you hear this phrase a lot, you know, especially as President Obama took office and exited office. You know, we were told by the so-called pundits across the United States that we were living in post-racial times. Uh, is there any truth to that from your perspective? Absolute, Are we, absolutely not. No, no, not post-racial. Nope. Nope, and I don't see any hope of that in the future. Yeah. Tony Turner's with us. Tony is a Pittsburgh-based pastor, a counselor, a teacher. Tony, welcome back to the show. Hi, can you hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Yeah. Tony, awesome. what do you Tony, what do you say? Are we in post-racial America? No, absolutely not. I don't, I don't think the the globe is in post-racial anything because um I think as long as people are breathing, there's going to be some form of division or discrimination or, you know, that sort of thing. I think it's a human um uh, you know, entities that we would uh, find reasons to separate. And I think that's largely a part because of we, the fact that we have the enemy of our souls, you know, that wants to keep us from experiencing joy, you know, complete righteousness, peace, and joy. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. After uh, the uh, five o'clock break, uh, Tony, we're going to talk about um, to Martin Doblemeyer, who's uh, produced and directed a, a film called the um, the Howard Thurman story, Backs Against the Wall. And in that story, I mean Howard, and I did not know this. Uh, Howard Thurman was famous for creating a church in San Francisco and then in Boston where white people, black people, came to worship together in the 1960s and 1970s. And at the time, Mm -hmm. I think it was revolutionary. There are some instances of that still, especially here, even in the city of Pittsburgh. But it is one of those rare things where people of race, different uh, who are Christians, do not gather together, white and black together. Well, I mean... It's it's far more. I mean, it, it was a phenomenon back then. I'm sure. I mean, we've had smatterings of it here in the city of Pittsburgh. Even I remember when I was younger, uh, raised in the Presbyterian Church, and um, we belonged to a Black Presbyterian Church, Grace Church on the Hill, and there was some exchanges of families between uh, Mount Lebanon, even Evangelical Presbyterian Church. 
And, um, you know, that, I mean, that was an, an attempt, of course, to, um, you know, to bridge that gap. But, um, you know, why is it that we still have that issue? Right. I mean, here, you know, Martin Luther King, this is about some 60 years, 60 some years after he was killed, you know, and spent time in jail. I mean, this man literally sacrificed his life mm-hmm. and his family, you know, to, um, for equality for all people. And um, you would think, you know, that we would have at least uh, reverenced his efforts enough to um, be purposeful in trying to bridge that gap, you know, even in the church. And I think it's, uh, you know, no, we're not post-racial, but we still have opportunity. That's that's how we need to see what, what is going on in our world today. Reflections on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We're talking to Tony Turner, Pittsburgh-based pastor, counselor, and teacher. Tony, you said that we continue to find reasons to separate. Uh, what are what are the reasons, and are they good ones or bad ones? Well, I mean, my concept of racism isn't just a, a black or white thing because the concept of race is only about three hundred years old. It's not like God created races; He created the human race. But we all have differences. Um, you know, the the sons of Noah, Ham, Shem, and Japheth, you know, we all are descendants of them. So at the very least, we're cousins. And yet, you know, we find reasons to divide because of the color of our skin or because of our social uh, economic status or because we are uh, taller, shorter, we are, you know, uh, heavy or we're, you know, real thin. I mean, but we do that, Tony, because we do that, Tony, because it's easier, right? Because it's, it's harder to Mm -hmm. think outside the people who we're comfortable with. That's exactly right. And we, we always have choices. Okay. Doesn't the Lord say in Deuteronomy, because that's right before you choices, you know, life or death. And then in Proverbs, it actually says that death and life is spoken in the power of of the tongue, and I believe that the, the reason the word death actually comes first is because that's what's easiest, is to go to the negative. Um, but we have to de- make a deliberate effort to choose life. We have to make a deliberate effort to speak life, mm-hmm. you know, to one another. Mm-hmm. So then, is that the prescription, to be deliberate in love with each other? Yeah, absolutely be deliberate in love with each other, especially if we're calling ourselves followers of Jesus Christ. You know, I know there are people who call themselves Christians, and they believe that they're following, you know, the teachings of of Jesus and whatever they're doing. And there are those who, you know, who who believe in Christ's deity and all of that, and they're following him in whatever they're doing. And yet, there are some instances in the scripture where somehow we choose to not line up with what it's saying and and that's something that you know i believe it's a process but it's it's like um we need to be transformed you know that's what the the scripture calls it it calls us to in uh, romans 12 it says be transformed by the renewing of your mind and so this morning i was thinking about martin luther king day here's a holiday you know people don't have to work but what do i do to celebrate that day is it just that i will go to a service or uh, some celebration, or is there something that I can do really to commemorate uh, his memory? And and so I woke up personally just asking the Lord, 
what is it, you know, I, do I really truly have peace with you? Is my heart truly aligned with your heart? Am I reconciled to you? Because if I'm holding something against someone and he says not to, that means my argument is not really with that someone. My argument is with God. And I'm not necessarily reconciled to him the way I'm supposed to. And if I can't reconcile with him, I can't reconcile with him. That's so good. It, it does come back to that, doesn't it? Because we fail every day to be reconciled to the Lord. So as we fail in our reconciliation with God to live fully in his love and in his grace, then of course we're mm-hmm. going to fail in our reconciliation with each other. Mm-hmm. And isn't it something, though, to be thankful for that we, he has given us the power. He has given us the power in his presence, but also the authority to tread on anything that causes me not to be able to push down the roadblocks or the speed bumps that come up to keep me from, you know, being at peace with with him or with you. Tony, when you think back, uh, when you think back on the uh, the era of Martin Luther King Jr. and uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the protests and uh, mm-hmm. all the different marches, where were you? What were you doing then? Uh, let's see. In the sixties, I was uh, I graduated from high school in sixty four. So that was right, like kind of in the middle. Of yeah, I mean, so yeah, he was. You were a young woman. You were prime time. Did you ever go out in the streets? Did you walk for peace? Did you protest? What was that like in your life? Um, it, I did not. I never felt called to do that. Uh, my thing is uh, to just to deal with people, one on one. Now, mind you, I did stand up for black power in this way. I felt that. You know, uh, when you go back to slavery, one of the things that happened to us was our self-esteem. You know, our knowledge of who we were was um, that was compromised. But in uh, in in looking at who we really are, and looking at what our gifts are, and and how strong and resilient we are, I you know, I say we bring something to the table that needs to be celebrated. And if I'm thinking that I'm a, a victim. If I'm thinking that I am constantly put down or that I am defined by, you know, the circumstances that are in the world, I'm not going to be as strong and I'm not going to bring to the table all that I should. Mm -hmm. And so I need to be empowered to do that. Well, back in that day, I didn't know God like I do today. You know, but still, that was my position, you know, that we need to, it needs to be about us standing strong and I feel like if, if I need to look to you, John, for my freedom, then you got my freedom. But <laughs> I don't want—I don't want to have to go to you for that. Um, if that's something that God has given to me, I can—I can—I can take it, and I can put mine alongside with yours, and we can put it together and make something great. Tony Turner's with us, Pittsburgh-based pastor, counselor, and teacher. We're reflecting on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, Just a couple minutes left, Tony, but John mentioned that we're going to be talking later in today's show with Martin Doblmeyer, who did a terrific, a really, really wonderful documentary on Howard Thurman called Backs Against the Wall. Um, But one of the things that comes out in the documentary, Tony, is that Thurman was an advisor, a teacher, a sage type of character in uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s life. And one of the things he taught is that this struggle for equality 
it was a spiritual one. It was a matter of faith. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. just an effort to change laws or it wasn't just for the gaining of civil rights, but it was exactly. a matter of obedience. And he, of course, mm-hmm. was talking about those of you who are African-American, but I think of those of us who are white, and it's the same thing, right? The challenge Absolutely. for all of us is that this struggle is not just about civil rights. I think that's where we get caught up. That's where we get stuck. Exactly. Um, because I... What happens is we look at this world instead of looking at the kingdom of God, and then we say, well, you know, this is not fair, or this is not equal, or this is somehow not right. But what we have to see is that everybody, and I don't care how much money you have or don't have, your struggles are the same. Our struggles are the same. And we've got to stop blaming, you know, uh, and we've got to stop accusing and looking somewhere outside of ourselves to see what's going on. Ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to help us to examine ourselves and see what it is that is keeping us from becoming all that we can be. Amen to that. Tony, this day and all days, peace be with you. Love you. And you too. God, God love you. Tony Turner, she's a writer, she's a pastor, she's a counselor. You can find her on Facebook. Uh, she's got a page. I think it's a private page, but you can ask to be part of it. The Gracism Task Force on Facebook. Tony Turner. Are you an aging man who could use a boost in testosterone? Men listening to this station are invited to call now and get a free 30-day supply of Ageless Male Max, the total testosterone-boosting wonder pill. No strings attached, no memberships, and no auto shipments. Just pay shipping and handling. Hurry for this exclusive radio offer. Just call 1-800-467-5270. Men take Ageless Male Max to gain strength and muscle and reduce body fat percentage more than exercise alone. Plus, you get a rapid boost in nitric oxide production, which can be handy in a gym. Ageless Male is the number one brand in male enhancement at Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free offer, you must call now. Just call 1-800-467-5270. Your no-strings-attached, free 30-day supply is yours right now. 1-800-467-5270. 1-800-467-5270. I have never had a female dentist. I started to have problems with a tooth, and I thought, you know what? I'll just go once. David remembers his first visit with Dr. Megan Stock. I had such a good time that I'm surprised they allowed me to come back because I had a lot of things that needed to be fixed. She makes you feel so calm and so comfortable. She's just terrific at what she does. I have had no discomfort at all with anything that she's done. Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Join Cornerstone Television Network for our Be the Bridge broadcast. All week starting January 20th at 8 p.m. Learn how God has called our city to be a light in this world. Hear stories of lives changed and discover ways you can get involved to share the gospel of Jesus. Be the bridge for Pittsburgh and beyond. January 20 through 24, 8 p.m. on Cornerstone TV. That's Pittsburgh Channel 40 or Channel 5 on Verizon and Comcast. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. 
To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's one place. Looking for a challenging, hands-on education taught from a biblical worldview? Look closer at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon at our K-6 grade open house tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. I'm Principal April Iceman. Jubilee nurtures young minds through an award-winning integrated curriculum, monthly educational field trips, and special programs like art, Kathy's music, drama, snapology, and Spanish. An affordable education with generous financial aid. Jubilee Christian School. Imagine. Believe. Achieve. At JubileeCS.org. Welcome to Blue Monday. I thought it was actually a pretty nice day out. Blue Monday? No, it's not Blue Monday. No, it's not nice. Apparently, as nice as you think it is, it's (laughs) technically the gloomiest day of the year. Really? Yeah. So it's the third Monday after the first of the year Mm. when the holiday has faded, New Year's is over, you've ruined your resolutions, and you're coming to grips with your own humanity. I see. So our timing's a little off because last week Mm -hmm. it was horrific for us. Yeah, because we were both so sick. Oh, we were so sick. Right. Which made me think about how do you get past, you know, the gloom of the bleak midwinter and live healthy so I've been thinking about adding more vitamin D to my diet. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Now, I take vitamin D every day. What? You take I a do. supplement? I do. I take a supplement. Really? Yeah. Okay. So in the wintertime, apparently, we're exposed to more infections. We spend less time outside. So uh, exactly how much vitamin D uh, a healthy adult should have is in question. Right. So now that you're taking it, obviously, you've done some work on this. Well, I haven't done Pull some work on it. I was just deficient the last time I had a physical. Really? And so I was ordered by the powers that be to get my act together. Okay. Well, so in the winter, people have reduced ability to make vitamin D. So uh, a, a amounts of at least 600 IU. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what per that means. day of vitamin D. To be brutally honest, I IU. don't know what that means. I was thinking that you were like the vitamin D. Yes. Okay, so from food or supplements would help maintain vitamin D at summer levels. So what are you taking? I'm taking 1,200. Of what? Milligrams? Yeah. Well, I think of what something. IU. It's 1,200 of something. Oh. <laughs> We look good. I mean, we look healthy thank this you, week. Thank you. No one is contacting the ride home with John and Kathy for clinical huh. advice. Okay. I mean, so when you went to the doctor, they, they, they draw blood. Uh-huh. And then they were like, hey, came back and said, hey, you're a little. You're way low on vitamin D. See, when I think Get about vitamin together. D, I think of Geritol. Geritol? Yeah. Do you they remember Geritol? I remember they used to advertise Geritol on, on the like, Lawrence Welk show. Yeah, exactly. Right. They were like the chief sponsor of the Lawrence right. Welk show. It was I don't even know what Geritol is. Low iron oh. and vitamin D. Oh, I thought it was like for old people like Lawrence Welk. Well, I mean, here we are. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm lumping okay. myself in with Lawrence as great as he was. I mean, you know. I don't think I'm to that stage. I mean, maybe you're not, but I'm getting close to the <laughs> age where, you know, bubbles look pretty good to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. Who doesn't like bubbles? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that's what Geritol was, and mm-hmm. I bet it doesn't exist anymore. I think it does. Okay. Along with Topol and... Uh, <laughs> and Doan's pills. Exactly. I mean, there are how many different products that are, you know... I think, that made sense then. It doesn't make right. sense now. No, it doesn't. All right. So, All right, you're so taking have you vit- ever had your vitamin D tested? No, I have not. Mike, have you had your vitamin D tested? Never. Never. Okay. I think I you should. To. Absolutely. Well, I think you should. Well, now, if you see us, we're, we are getting very, very close to going live. Uh, video-wise with the Ride Home with John Right, and only a couple weeks you're going to be able to watch the entire show online as it happens in real time. So there was a day not that long ago in our old studio... Where we came to grips with the fact that we are not good-looking enough to ever be broadcast on a daily basis visually. 
Well, you're looking at me when you say no, that. No, I'm just... But, okay. No, but, you know, in the old days, our studio looked out over the sunset. We had glorious sunsets. You know, just beautiful. Now, maybe maybe the show diminished somewhat as the sun was setting because we got caught up in the, in the, in the view. However, now... Talking about vitamin D and lack of sunshine, we're encased in a in a web of black. Mm-hmm. We yeah, are we're surrounded. In like a, we're in like a black studio mm-hmm. now. It looks like some sci-fi thing in here. Yeah. Right? So it could be bright sunshine outside or it could be a tornado. We wouldn't have any idea. Right. So we are on the verge of becoming the two pastiest Caucasians <laughs> in the history of media. Exactly. We are super pasty. We need someone to rescue us with some sort of like light bar. <laughs> right. Something, yeah. I'll be sleeping with cucumbers on my eyelids and going, oh, this is good. This makes sense. I look I'm, fine. I'm bronze lotion for you, for you both. Okay. Oh, good. I've always yeah. wanted a bronzer. Well, a little yeah. copper tone. Something like that. Okay, all right. Now, this is this the same brand that the president uses? Maybe so. It's our new sponsor for the ride home. Is it right? The, or- yeah. right, the orange hour? <laughs> it's five to six each day on the ride home. Take a break. Come back. Uh, we are going to speak uh, with Martin Doblemeyer. Uh, about um, Backs Against the Wall, the Howard Thurman story. Don't miss this. Oh, We're a, super excited. It's a terrific story coming up at the 5 o'clock hour. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, tune in, and on radio.com, in the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Thousands of gun right activists from around the country rallied peacefully at the Virginia Capitol today, protesting plans by the state's Democratic leadership to pass gun control legislation. That rally concluded uneventfully around noon. The mood largely festive. Attendees spilled onto the streets, chanting USA and waving signs, denouncing Democratic Governor Ralph Northam. President Trump expressing support for the activists. Hundreds of Central American migrants have begun wading across a river in southern Mexico in a new test of President Trump's Central American strategy to keep them away from the U.S. border. The migrants moved off the border bridge and into the river after Mexican officials told them they would not be granted passage through the country. Wall Street closed today in observance of Martin Luther King Day. Trading will resume on Tuesday. This is SRN News. Whether looking for a restaurant for dinner reservations or shopping for a major purchase, online reviews are a big part of the research consumers consider before making a decision. Unfortunately, many mattress review sites are paid by mattress companies to recommend their products, which makes it hard to trust the reviews. At the Original Mattress Factory, we do things differently. We value transparency and honesty, and we don't pay for reviews or mislead our customers. Read reviews from our actual customers at OriginalMattress.com. At the Original Mattress Factory, we believe that selecting your new mattress is a decision that's too important to rush. You should only purchase a mattress when you're ready, and you are assured you got the best value. That's why we offer our lowest and best price to everyone, every day. You don't have to wait for a holiday weekend, haggle with a sales associate, or face the pressure of a today-only sale. You can take your time and make a choice that is right for you, knowing that you'll always get our best price. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. 
you can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced. Free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-459-3174. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-459-3174. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-459-3174. 1-800-459-3174. Don't let your home be invaded this season with rats and mice. Keep them away the most humane way with plug-in, pest-free, 100% chemical-free, totally safe for your family and pets, and environmentally friendly. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-in Pest-Free, the electromagnetic pest control device that has been scientifically tested and consumer-proven since 1995. Now that's fair dinkum. With a 60-day money-back guarantee and a two-year manufacturer's warranty, what have you got to lose? Stop inviting unwanted rodents and pests in with baits. Say goodbye to traps and start saving money today with Plug-in Pest-Free. Order yours now at gopestfree.com and save 20% with promo code PEST20. That's gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Are you ready to start saving money? gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. Partial clouds for tonight, low 14 for tomorrow. Clouds and sunshine, high 29 tomorrow night. Clear to partly cloudy, low 14. Wednesday, mostly sunny, high 37. For Thursday, clouds with a high 43. And Friday, some afternoon rain with a high 45. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along the 5 o'clock hour of The Ride Home on a Monday. Kathy, years ago, uh, this was pre-children, my wife and I, we purchased a beautiful silk green couch Mm. at an auction. Mm. It was so gorgeous. And... uh, it lasted maybe five or six years, but it eventually, I mean, it was so fragile, especially when kids came into the picture, yeah. it, it devolved quickly. Kids just wreck fabrics. Now, I know that you yourself have bought plenty of your furniture uh, what, online. Or- all, all, I don't have any new furniture. Really? In my whole house. Have you ever bought anything like um, Goodwill or anything like that? Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ton I mean- of stuff, Goodwill. Or Craigslist. Or eBay. Right. Okay, so uh, I read the story, and I, th- I thought, well, this is you and I, because uh, there's a story about a, a guy from Michigan who bought a couch and an ottoman from um, a secondhand store. You know, the- uh, Smart. What's that called? Oh, oh Habit uh, for Humanity. Oh, Habitat, one those, sure. One of those, Habitat, sure. A restore, right? Yeah. So he bought this couch uh, for 70 bucks. Uh, he lives about 90 miles northwest of Detroit. Brought it home. He had it for a while, like uh, a year or so, but he said the ottoman was always kind of clunky. Like there was always something weird about the ottoman that you put your feet up and it always felt kind of weird. So his daughter, she 
went underneath the ottoman one day to try to, you know, I'm going to take off whatever's in there and reconfigure it. A box fell out of the ottoman. And she opened up the box. <laughs> this is like stuff in a movie. Opened up the box. Inside the box was $43,000 <gasps> in cash. $43,000 in cash. Now, this guy, uh, Wayne Kirby, I'm sorry, Howard Kirby, he said his initial reaction was to keep the cash. He even contacted a lawyer who told him that he had the legal right to hold on to it. But then he said, this is, this is only, this is something. He said, the Holy Spirit came over me and said, no, that's not really yours. So he contacted Habit for Humanity. The store went into their records, tracked down the person who donated the furniture, a woman by the name of Kim Newberry. The store's manager then arranged for Kirby and Newberry to meet so he could return the money. Newberry said uh, that the couch belonged to her grandfather, who had recently died. She said he was frugal and always paid for things in cash. He said, it belonged to them, uh, Howard Kirby said, and I'm glad I was able to give it back to them. As a Christian, I wanted to do what Christ would want me to do, and I think that's what he would want me to do. Habitat for Humanity called Kirby a Habitat hero for returning the money. They say people find treasures in Habitat restores every day, but this is next level. We're inspired by Mr. Kirby, who showed the true, showed the true Habitat spirit. That is so incredible. Forty-three grand. And is it appropriate for me to be honest and say, I don't know if I would do that. Well, look, he I said do the not same thing. know if I would do that. He said what? He had it for a year. Put his feet up on that ottoman how many times oh, over the course of a man. year, Listen, and then his daughter went like, hunting. Here's the thing. When you buy used furniture, you realize that you are taking over a special project. <laughs> okay? So you're either you're bringing something that you have to clean off. There's upholstery you have to rip off. Mm-hmm. There's, there's furniture uh, or there's paint that you have to strip off. Mm-hmm. Like this is what it is. And so you're taking it on, right. and you're either up for the challenge or you're not. Mm-hmm. So whatever you might get as a result, you just gratefully receive. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's how I look at it. Right. So if I would have, fa- I, I wish I could say, "Why well, I do the exact same thing as that guy?" Well, the Holy Spirit came over this man's life. Yeah, so maybe he would come over right. my life and tell me the same Could thing. Could be. Years ago, when I moved back to Pittsburgh, I, you know, I was away for a decade, and uh, I didn't have any furniture. So um, I, I looked in the newspaper then. That's how long ago it was, in the newspaper. And I, I, I went to a guy's house, and I bought a couch. And so I borrowed a buddy's truck. Uh, he helped me put the uh, couch on the truck. I paid the guy. As, as I'm paying the guy, the guy says to me, you know, my daughter's boyfriend died on that couch. <gasps> I was like, hey, he's holding the, he's holding the money in his hand. I said, what do you mean? He goes, uh, you know, he was a real nice guy, but he just, you know, he passed away in the couch. It's like some brown corduroy yeah, couch. Yeah, that's not good. That is not good. No, I, no. I, I, I had bought the couch. It was too late at that point. I took it home and uh, it stayed in the garage underneath the carriage house I was living in. I never used it. But, you know, I was glad that he told me, but I did pay for it. Is the nice sofa you talked about the best thing you ever found secondhand? That green silk couch. It was such a beautiful, oh, it was so gorgeous. It was so, just lovely to to lie on, you know. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. But it just, like, it didn't last long because it was just so fragile. What about you? Nicest thing you ever got as a piece of furniture. Secondhand. Yeah. You showed me those gold I think chairs. It's the two, I think it says two gold chairs. Yeah. I found two gold mohair chairs, French, right. French armchairs, hand carved, 
not one nail or screw in them. They're all handcrafted, handcrafted wood dowels, mm-hmm. everything. They're spectacular. Yeah. Those are the two nicest things I've ever found. You're not buying those at Bob's. No. Right. Bob's discount furniture. I, I took those into my favorite upholstery shop and uh, a silence came over the room. Really? Really? Oh, yeah. Because they're really shocking. Oh, that's cool. They I mean, an upholsterer knows what he's talking right. about, right? Right. He said, where yeah. did you find these? Really? Yeah. And where did you find them? I found them on Craigslist. Hmm. And the person who sold them to you, as they sold them, they were like Very what? similar to what you said. Uh, she had purchased them online, so they were not original to her, because they're, they're very old. And she had two little kids, and she just felt like, you know what, these aren't practical for trashed. my little kids. Right. That's so cool. Aren't, aren't people who, like the craft of upholstery, oh my goodness. that art form, I mean, Listen, I try to give them as much business as I possibly can because I'm afraid they're going to go away. Yeah, of course. I mean, we if live you don't, in this age. If you don't give these people business, then you know, you're not going to have an upholsterer yeah. to go to. How about the markup for furniture? What do you think it's about it? It's a sin. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, it's big, it's big money, 100%. isn't it? Oh, easily. Easily sure, 100%. Right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Probably 200%. I wonder. I wonder what it is. Especially new furniture mm-hmm. because it's, especially at a, at, a, at a finer establishment, it's so expensive. And the craftsmanship is just absolutely nothing like it was no, 80 years ago. Nothing. Right. Nothing. Okay, let's take a break. Uh, this is Martin Luther King Day. We're going to talk for a few minutes. Uh, about a, few a, minutes. Brand, a brand new documentary out about Howard Thurman. Yes. A name I didn't even recognize until today. Backs Against the Wall. The film is going to be shown next month at Pittsburgh Theological Seminary. Stay tuned for this revealing conversation. 101.5 WORD. In today's multicultural society, you can no longer live a monocultural life. Next time on Focus on the Family, Pastor David Ireland urges Christians to embrace people from different races and ethnic groups and learn to love the whole world as God does. It's a great message about racial unity next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Tonight at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. I'm Andy Solomon. T-Mobile has launched the country's first and only nationwide 5G network covering more than 5,000 cities and towns all across the country. Here's Senior Vice President of Network Engineering and Development, Mark McDermott. This launch immediately catapults T-Mobile into position as the country's biggest 5G network, covering more than 1 million square miles beyond the big cities to the small towns, and that's just the start. And now available are two new 5G superphones that can access nationwide 5G, the exclusive OnePlus 7T Pro 5G McLaren and the Samsung Galaxy Note 10 Plus 5G. And we'll be able to supercharge the 5G network with more speed and capacity if the pending merger with Sprint closes. This holiday season, get a great deal on a 5G phone at T-Mobile. 
For more information, visit tmobile.com. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy and Hagerman. You don't want the government deciding what happens to your estate or how much they will take. At Abernethy and Hagerman, estate administration is the heart and soul of our practice. We have the experience to help not only plan, but administer your estate properly to protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure that your inheritance gets to the ones you love. Decide for yourself. Abernethy and Hagerman, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. February 7th, next month at the Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, they uh, present the 6th Annual Community Conversation on Race and Faith. And as part of that conversation on race and faith, they'll uh, premiere a film called Backs Against the Wall, the Howard Thurman story. It is produced and directed by Martin Doblemeyer. And Martin is with us right now to talk about this amazing man who, i got to be honest, I think Kath the same way, mm-hmm. we knew nothing about Howard Thurman. So, Martin, thanks for being with us today. Well, it's a pleasure, John and Kathy. Thank you for having me. And a lot of people have said that to me. We didn't know anything about Howard Thurman until this film came out. It is a wonderful documentary. Both John and I watched it today. And I'm just I'm grateful for all the work you put into it because I feel like I gained so much just from that 60 minutes of me viewing it. Now, we're celebrating and remembering Martin Luther King Jr. today. And it seems as if after watching your film that I can say that Martin Luther King Jr. would not be the person that we know him to be without Howard Thurman. Well, um, Martin Luther King was an extraordinary character in American history. He really was. But anybody who's, who becomes extraordinary, eventually you have to be, go back and look and see where their origins are. And I think one of the people who's central to the development and the maturation of Martin Luther King Jr., especially in the spiritual dimension, has to be Howard Thurman. So, Martin, let's go back and talk about the early days of what would form a man like Howard Thurman. This was a man who uh, was uh, probably uh, from his own uh, admission was a a bit of a a quiet child, someone who preferred the outdoors and would like to be alone. Who was sad. Yes. Who was often isolated as a kid. But growing up as an African-American in the time frame he did, what years or what early years was Martin uh, was uh, Howard Thurman born? And talk about that time frame for what it would be to grow up as a, a young black child at that time. Yeah, he was uh, born right at the beginning of, of the 1900s. And he's born in uh, Daytona Beach, Florida, which um, when I was doing the research, I was quite stunned at how uh, racially tense it was. The KKK was very active in that region of Florida in, uh, in the early part of the 1900s. And his own grandmother, Howard Thurman's own grandmother, uh, had been born into slavery. Uh, she was born in the 1840s, and it was 20 years. She lived the first 20 years of her life uh, enslaved. And so Thurman grows up with this appreciation and understanding because his grandmother was a great, great, almost a prophetic voice for him as he's growing up. She, he would say later on, was the one who gave him a, his greatest sense of what God was and a mm-hmm. sense of appreciation of the scriptures. And then at the same time, he's witnessing all the harassment and the bias and the bitterness uh, that's happening in racially tense Florida at that time. And he's beginning to put all these pieces together. But he's also very, very smart. He winds up excelling in all of his classes. He's valedictorian every place that he goes. He goes to Morehouse. He's valedictorian. So he's, he's got a, his own brilliance. Uh, yet at the same time, he's got this unique American experience of growing up with a sense of slavery, true slavery, 
and the bitterness that he saw from uh, racial bias in the country. Martin, I'm glad you brought up Howard Thurman's grandmother. Um, Losing his dad as a young man, his grandmother became perhaps even more important than she would have otherwise, and she lived the first 20 years of her life as a slave on a plantation in Florida. Now, uh, in your documentary, you show a wonderful example of Howard Thurman himself talking about his grandmother's experience, and we want to play a little clip of this. She said that when she was a young woman on this plantation, once a year, a minister who was a slave on a neighboring plantation was permitted to have a religious service for the slaves. And always, it didn't matter what his subject was, he ended his sermon in the same way. She said he would stand and look at them and he would say, you are not slaves, you are not niggers. You're God's children. So we would all wait for that moment because a faraway look would come in our eyes and and just a slight stiffening of her spine. And there was a contagion which which came to us as little children that that the, the, the creator of existence also created me. And therefore... With that sort of backing, I could absorb all the violences of life. She wanted that. To be- Martin, that's just a, a spectacular remembrance of a person. It's that's, also shocking. It is. That's Howard Thurman talking about his grandmother. Would you comment on that for us? Well, I'm, first of all, I'm glad you picked that clip to play for this interview because, in many ways, that is one of the central messages. That comes out of the legacy and the life of Howard Thurman, because he was able to translate that notion uh, to the entire, to Martin Luther King Jr. and the entire civil rights movement, that while the culture may try to do everything it can to tear you down, to rip you apart, just know that you are a chi- fundamentally a child of God and that you have an inherent dignity that can never be taken away from you. When I did the interviews for the film on Howard Thurman, I got the privilege to interview a lot of the great the, the great civil rights icons who are still with us, Jesse Jackson and John Lewis, Congressman John Lewis, Otis Moss. And Jackson said that uh, what it was that Howard Thurman gave us in the civil rights movement was a philosophical framework of how to struggle, that the oppressor may break your body, they may break your bones, but they cannot break your spirit. Mm. And that, uh, that, Jesse Jackson said, is the stuff of Howard Thurman. Mm. So, uh, Martin, you made reference to uh, the huge brain that uh, that uh, Howard Thurman had. I mean, you know, there he was, valedictorian from, uh, you know, uh, high school forward. He, he was a, a, an unusual man of his time in that he absorbed so much. And, and the rise in some ways, as you describe in Blacks, Backs Against the Wall, was almost uh, meteoric, that uh, there was a man of his time who was able to transcend uh, deep discrimination and still had this great mind that was able to to absorb so much. But one of the shocking things to me about the film is that, you know, in the midst of all this, there was uh, Howard Thurman, and uh, he was invited to go to Sri Lanka where he met Gandhi. Please tell us that story. Well, it is uh, quite unique, and it's really one of the claims to fame for Howard Thurman. It's the, 19, the mid-1930s, and one of the clearly one of the rising stars in the world, one of the most important figures in the world, is Mahatma Gandhi. 
and and uh, Thurman gets an invitation to go to India to visit privately with Gandhi. Gandhi wants to meet Thurman because he wants to understand what it was like for an African American to grow up in a democracy and to feel the sense of being isolated, oppressed. Uh, and Thurman wants to learn from Gandhi what it means to be able to use nonviolence as a form of transformation in our society and our political systems. So it was uh, many hours that they actually were able to meet in, in India. And what Gandhi, what Gandhi showed Thurman was that it would first begin with your centeredness, the notion that Gandhi was, for Thurman, a person who was spiritually centered, he was foundationally centered, and that was a that was a mind blowing for for Howard Thurman to see this man who was actually focused and spiritually centered, and then off of that platform he could go out and make uh, social and political transformation. And so when Gandhi comes, uh, when uh, Thurman leaves the meeting with Gandhi, comes back to the United States, he begins to say, look, first of all, we need to be ourselves spiritually grounded number one, before we make any social changes in the world. Let's do that first, and then from there we can go off and begin to make the changes that are absolutely necessary. And within a number of years, who's in the, who's in the pews listening to the preaching of Howard Thurman? It's Martin Luther King, Jr., and he's just drinking this all in, realizing that this is the path that he's looking for in his life. We're talking to Martin Dobelmeyer, producer and director of a new documentary called Backs Against the Wall, the Howard Thurman story produced for PBS. Now, this is fascinating, Martin, as we talk about the nonviolence movement um, that Howard went and talked to Gandhi about. And we we see the seeds of that, uh, or perhaps even the fruition of that in the life of Martin Luther King. Now, in your documentary, there's a, a, a bit where Otis Moss, the third talks about Martin Luther King Jr. who originally just saw nonviolence as a tactic until he said he was fully converted to it as a lifestyle. Can you talk about that process? Yeah, that that's the big big difference because um, you know nonviolence had not really been uh, a notion that had much, you know, had had much grounding prior to this. But once once Martin Luther King Jr. begins to see that taken on this Gandhi model, that nonviolence was not uh, was was not laying down and doing nothing. It was a form of smart, sincere resistance to a system, but not to use violence. This was life changing for King, and it really sort of set the whole notion of the civil rights movement in motion. Mm. You look at the arc of Martin Luther King Jr. and you realize how much pressure he was under, especially in the mid '60s and after. For him to say, no, we are not being, you know, this nonviolent thing isn't really working. We have to get more violence to get get the justice that we deserve. And the courage that it took Martin Luther King Jr. and the entire movement to say, no, we're going to stay the course. I am not going to give in to the pressures from the outside, no matter how we're treated. We're not going to respond violently to what happens here. And you have to think that comes from a, a sense of being spiritually grounded and able to withstand that all of that that was happening to them. Mm. They, they saw themselves, the civil rights movement saw themselves as an American reincarnation of what had happened to Moses leading his people out of the desert. And that's one of the, one of the reasons there's, you see a lot of pictures of the civil rights movement, and one of the key figures in the movement, too, is a man by the name of Josh, Abraham Joshua Heschel, Rabbi Abraham Heschel. And Heschel himself embodied the notion of the Old Testament, the Hebrew, the Hebrew Bible, 
as a, as a personification of the of the of the movement of people who were justly deserved to be free and who were moving towards that, and that God stood with them. The whole civil rights movement believed that they were living they were living witness to that text in the in the Gospels, and that's what they in part learned from Heschel, but they also learned that from from Howard Stern. Martin Doblemeyer is with us. He's the producer, the director of a documentary called Backs Against the Wall, the Howard Thurman story, which will be shown February 7th at Pittsburgh Theological Seminary as part of PTS's sixth annual community conversation on race and faith. Uh, Martin, so many uh, amazing things about uh, Howard Thurman. Take a moment, though, and talk about this idea of um, experimental worship and silence in the mix of that, because that was revolutionary for the time as well. Well, it was, and it was rather atypical, certainly within the African-American church experience in our country. And and uh, Thurman did advocate all kinds of experimentation in the worship services. Uh, he used dance, he used play, theater, um, all sort of wrapped up into the, into the notion of expressing oneself fully uh, in the presence of God. He took some criticism for it. Some people thought he was just off the wall to do this. But at the same time, we look back now, and see that he was one of the early sort of creative innovators of different kinds of progressive worship. Um, I saw the photographs um, from Boston University, the liturgies that he created up at Boston University, and they seem rather, you know, there were dance and ballet and everything else, but at the same time, all of it really was done with an integrity that allowed the, the, the spirit to work through those people, and their bodies then became the prayer. In a sense, the bodies became the prayer for what they were trying to express in that time. And, and Thurman is clearly one of the great preachers of his day. I mean, Life magazine and Ebony ranks him in the top ten of preachers in America in the 1950s and 60s. Um, but it was not only his ability to speak from the pulpit, but his ability to be creative in the entire worship service that I think really brought him a lot of national acclaim. Martin, there's a point in uh, maybe halfway through your documentary where Otis Moss Jr. is talking about Howard Thurman, and uh, he's talking about his uh, philosophy or his thoughts on writing sermons. And, and I want to read this uh, quote to you and uh, and get your comment. He says, uh, Howard Thurman thought, you are under no obligation to preach a great sermon, but... You are eternally obligated to grapple with great ideas. And if you grapple with great ideas, you might occasionally, in a lifetime, produce a great sermon. <laughs> That's, you can only you can imagine that it was written by a preacher. Yeah. Of course, because it's so, perfect, it's so perfectly said. <laughs> so yeah, come, to come up with a kind of a line like that, out of sheer appreciation for how difficult it is to write a good sermon. Um, but I, I think Otis Moss is himself one of the great preachers. But I also think that um, ultimately what he's saying is that the sermon needs to speak to the to the needs of the people that you're speaking to. And I think that's probably the reason why Thurman became such a renowned preacher, because um, he not only had a wonderful oratory style and a wonderful, wonderful deep voice uh, that carried throughout the Church, but he also understood how to speak to the hearts and the needs of the people that he was speaking to. And, and that's what really set him apart. And at the end of Backs Against the Wall, Howard Thurman, and you have him beautifully framed, he says that all social issues are temporary and brief. Go deep. Hmm. I mean, that's fabulous. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what this is all about. Now, that actually comes, uh, John, because when he was, Howard Thurman was up at Rochester, 
uh, coming through his uh, theological training, one of his uh, professors, who he always adored, told him, uh, my guess is that you're going to want to leave this, uh, this institution and go out and make social change. And Howard Thurman said, yes, absolutely. And the, and the professor said, well, that's okay if you want to go ahead and do that. But so many social changes are temporary. What you, what you have the capacity to do uh, is to really get to a different level of understanding the human complexities of life. And if you can do that, all the social issues will fall into place. And Thurman never forgot that. Well, Martin, we, we say, both Kath and I, we love the piece. Congratulations on a beautiful piece that you've crafted, and uh, look forward to your time here when you come into the city of Pittsburgh on February 7th. I'm looking forward to coming back. This is a return visit for me. I was there about two years ago. Helen Blyer is the coordinator for the events at uh, Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, and I'm, and, she, and I'm also going to be with um, Walter Fluker, who has been a mentor to me in the Howard Thurman story. He has been, been the man who over years and years and years has compiled the Howard Thurman papers. There's nobody walking around today who knows more about Howard Thurman than Walter Fluker. So between the two of us, we should have a wonderful event there. Wonderful. Martin Doblemeyer, the producer, the director of Backs Against the Wall, the Howard Thurman story. Martin will be in town screening Backs Against the Wall, Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, February 7th. For more information about the Howard Thurman story and PTS, look online, PTS. Edu, February 7th. It's time. It is time. There was a long, long break. There was a lot of sleeping in. Yes, there was. There weren't. There wasn't homework. There weren't books out on the coffee table at the dining room table. The backpack was kind of forgotten. Right. As a father, at first, I was like, yeah, you go for it. Go for a deep dive. I know you've worked really hard and just relax. But the break was so long, it started to make me anxious. So now, college students are back. And we're talking particularly about our college students because we have kids that go to Grove City College. And classes began today. Right. I talked to my daughter last night on the phone and I said, so is this semester going to be more difficult or a little easier than last semester? And there was this dead silence and she said... It's impossible to know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true, right? My boy feel, felt the same way. He had let out this sort of collective groan sigh when he realized it was time. Because you see the mountain that is ahead of you. And like everyone who is an adult and has had some measure of moving forward in their life, you see the burden. Your choice is to do the mm-hmm. burden or not. That's right. To step up to the plate. Or to just close your eyes and let life go by. Right. So today at Grove City College, thousands of kids have picked that burden up as this new spring semester starts. They have decided to bear that burden and move forward. Now, as parents of kids that are there, I'm encouraged. Uh, Been there, done that. It's difficult to be alive, to shape a future for yourself. But I've got great confidence in those minds, those teachers, administrators that are at Grove City. So here we are in the first week of the first month of the year. If your child is thinking forward about where to land next year, the year after, Mm -hmm. Kath and I would wholeheartedly suggest you look online at Grove City College. GCC.edu. That's Grove City College. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville has everything you need to protect your car or truck all winter long. 
Say goodbye to winter grind with an extreme detailing to help preserve the life and look of your vehicle. Got a new car? Protect your investment with TST Rust Remedy, the most effective rust control system you'll find anywhere. And spray-on bullet bed liners offer extreme protection tested in the most extreme conditions known to man. Call the Extreme Team now at 412-257-1006 or visit ExtremeTruck.net. 412-257-1006, ExtremeTruck.net. Today's world craves leaders. Leaders with vision, moral character, and independent thinking. Leaders aren't born, they're made. And since 1986, Rama Christian School in Moon has laid the foundation that makes leaders. Through academic and extracurricular activities designed to be as instructional as they are competitive, through mission and service opportunities, arts and athletics, an independent school where pre-K through 8th grade students are formed to become the independent leaders of tomorrow. Schedule a tour at RamaChristianSchool.org. Mattress manufacturers often add bogus features such as copper, cooling gel, and even diamond dust, which had no real benefits the consumer but increase the price of the mattress at the original mattress factory we stick to what works hand-built mattresses and box springs built with the highest quality american materials we don't add features that don't have direct benefits but we do offer an excellent quality product at a great value every day that's what we mean when we say great beds no bull Stop by an original mattress factory location today to see what the OMF difference is all about. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, tune in and on radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Pain or no pain, your wisdom teeth should be checked every year. If wisdom teeth come in properly and meet the right conditions, they are generally safe to keep. But left unchecked. They can put you at risk for gum disease, tooth decay, and damage to adjacent teeth. Some wisdom teeth grow in at such an angle that they never break through the gum, which can lead to tooth decay, gum disease, cysts, and tumors. These impacted teeth can only be seen on x-rays, so the damage they may cause can go undetected if they are not checked by a dental professional. Some people just don't have enough room for another tooth in their mouth, so their wisdom teeth can affect adjacent teeth when they come in. This can make it difficult to chew, difficult to keep them all clean and misalign your teeth. Not all wisdom teeth need to be removed, but they all do need to be monitored by an oral and maxillofacial surgeon. Find a surgeon near you for a complete examination. If your wisdom teeth do need to be removed, the procedure can be done in an office setting with minimal post-operative pain and swelling. Remember, pain or no pain, your wisdom teeth should be checked every year. Find your local oral and maxillofacial surgeon at myoms.org. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we'd love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. She could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the word Pittsburgh skill. And after she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the word Pittsburgh. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. Word 101.5. Partial clouds for tonight, low 14. For tomorrow, clouds and sunshine, a high 29. Tomorrow night, clear to partly cloudy, low 14. Wednesday, mostly sunny, high 37. For Thursday, clouds with a high 43. And Friday, some afternoon rain with a high 45. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. I'm tired. You're tired? I'm tired. You know what I'd like to do is just put my feet up. What? I wonder if I could put my feet up in the studio. I don't think so. Don't, because especially now we're going to be on camera. That's the last thing I want people to see is you have your feet up. All right, fine. Okay. All right, so you feeling lazy? 
Yeah, I mean, really? I, I'd like to do less. I mean, you are at work, right? Could I, could I do less and no, I don't think still so. maintain the level? Okay, so feeling lazy, uh, you're part of the mix because uh, there was a report today about the laziest states in America, the Center for Disease Control. How did they come found, up with the laziest states in America? Well, according to a new map uh, of physical inactivity, all states and territories in the United States, had more than 15% of adults who were physically inactive, and this estimate ranged from 173 to 47.7% of inactivity. Inactivities level vary according among adults by race, ethnicity, and location. Okay. Physical activity is defined as self-report. <laughs> this, is, this is where the problem is. Of self-report, of engaging in no leisure time physical activity during the past month. Wow. No leisure time physical activity in the past month. What is leisure time physical activity? It means what, going out of the house? Is that what it means? Or do you mean like running around a track? Yeah. That's, uh, that's not specified. It is not specified. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not running around a track. No. I mean, something. I mean, I, mean, I get out. I take the dog for a walk. I mean, okay. Right? I think that's something. Okay. He certainly appreciates it. Okay. You mean uh, the dog? Yeah, I, yeah, the dog does it. I like it too. It's good to be out in the neighborhood. Okay, five states and Puerto Rico had physical inactivity prevalence of thirty percent or higher among non-Hispanic white adults. Wow. Twenty-two states had a physical inactivity prevalence of thirty percent or higher among Hispanic adults. Twenty-three states and the District of Columbia had a physical inactivity prevalence of 30% among non-Hispanics, black adults. All right. Get to the bottom line. Where are the laziest people? Tell the me right now. The laziest people. The laziest people. Um, actually, the, the weird thing is the most physically active people are people um, in the South. Now, that's funny. I would think that it would be people in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I'm reading the map wrong. <laughs> The South Mike, is. Mike, he's reading the map wrong. The South is the most. You see most, what he's doing? We're looking at a map of lazy oh, yeah. people, yeah. and he's reading the map wrong. The prevalence of self reported physical inactivity is mostly in the South. Okay. Kentucky, Tennessee, right. Alabama, Mississippi, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pennsylvania. Yeah, where are we? We're third, third uh, in the grouping. Okay. Uh, bef- so after the Southern states that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. then we are joined by. People in Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, Ohio. So they're only kind of lazy. Right. Ohio, West Virginia, Indiana. Uh, Ohio, West Virginia. They're kind of lazy. Texas, Michigan, Kansas. Texas. I always think of Texas and lazy people. Missouri. Then comes us. Then, okay, so we're not really lazy. We're just kind of sedentary. Mm -hmm. Then comes us. North Carolina, Virginia, Pennsylvania. Wait, uh, we're lumped in with North Carolina and who else? A lot of states. North Carolina, Virginia, um, New Mexico, Arizona, New Mexico. California, Montana, oh, yeah. all right. the Dakotas. Yeah, we're then, all like them. Then comes um, the higher achievers. Yeah, higher achievers, I bet, are states like Washington exactly. and Oregon. Yes. Yes. Utah, Colorado. I, kn- yep, I knew it. Uh, District of Columbia. Right. I knew it. Those are the most physically active. Yeah. Here's the okay. So if you've ever been to the Pacific Northwest, people love to be outside because the area is spectacular. Yes. It is just beautiful to be outside. Plus, 
outside stuff is part of culture there. Mm-hmm. So if hiking, biking, you name it, it's just what people do, right. which is terrific. Now, the reason I think that the rates are so high in Washington, D.C. is that there's no place to park. So you got to run. Yeah. You got to keep on going. Now, I got to be honest. Okay. So in this is the sort of like the special prize category, the most active uh, part of the country are these really rare isolated areas of Alaska. The most hmm. people are most physically active. Those are those people who are like, you know, they're like hiking and living on the side of a cliff and right? sleeping in like a little hammock. Right. They're out there like in the wild somewhere. So they've got to like do something or else. You, there's no going to the 7-Eleven. Well, they have to survive. Right. You got to like, you know, kill a raccoon to live or something like that. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what they're doing is well, killing a raccoon to live. Might have right. to. Okay. So so we're minimally lazy. Yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't I, look good for any of us. Quite no, honestly. it really doesn't. And I don't know if I really feel good about the CDC pointing their finger at the South. Well, no. I, and speaking in laudatory terms is. about the crazy people in Portland. I mean, we've seen Portlandia, right? We, we know they're nuts. Yeah, do you feel physically active? No, I'm a lug. Do you know me? Well, th- there was a time you were like working out. I know. Right? You, like, I did it like... every day for years. Every do- not every day, six days a week for years. And. What happened? I got tired, John. Yeah. I hurt my foot. Worn out. I got. I'm very busy. It's hard to squeeze it in. I don't have any good excuse, but that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I feel badly about it. My thing's an age, an age thing. Oh, I don't think it is. I no, think it it's is. A, no, it's mine. I hurt my foot. Oh, no, you hurt your foot. So I just been sort of like, you know, yeah, I hurt my foot. Tired. So, so therefore, I'm going to sit down for the rest of my life. I'm going to. You know, I don't, don't think you, that's what it is. Don't you? Okay, like like it was Saturday morning, and I came down and I had a little breakfast. My wife went to work. My kid, one of my boys were home. The other kid was out. My uh, 19-year-old, he was there. I was like, how you doing? He's going, good. We sat down on the couch. I said, do you not love Saturday morning? We were like, yeah. We were like Saturday morning. I put my feet up on the ottoman. I pulled out the old Netflix, Amazon Prime. And I was like, it felt like, you know. All the possibilities oh, were opening up. It was. I, had I know. Like but here's the thing. Saturday morning is no good if you don't work hard Monday through Friday because then it doesn't feel right That's enough. That's exactly it. Right? And I feel like we work hard. Well, we, so, we worked hard last week, boom. especially because you couldn't stop coughing and I couldn't breathe through my nose for about four straight days. <laughs> Mouth breather. Yeah. Anyway, I try not to be lazy, but it just, you know. I, right now, I just want to st- stick up and defend the South. My foot just hurts. Yeah, That's well, all I'm okay. saying. Okay, coming up next, the New York Times has endorsed not one presidential candidate, but for the first time, two. Yeah, this is historic. Stay with us. WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Cram. You are made by the hand of God. And God made you for a purpose. He didn't just wind you up and say you're on your own. He has a plan for your life today and every day and in eternity. Tune in next time for PowerPoint with Jack Cram. 
PowerPoint tonight at 9.30 on 101.5 WORD. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse. Do you have a special event coming up in your life? A shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods? Then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse. When you've got water, fire, or smoke damage, there's no debate. You have to vote yellow. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Our team is ready to help 24 hours a day. This election year, you can vote red or you can vote blue, but yellow is always the right choice. Demand the yellow van when you have water damage and call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Join Cornerstone Television Network for our Be the Bridge broadcast all week starting January 20th at 8 p.m. Learn how God has called our city to be a light in this world. Hear stories of lives changed and discover ways you can get involved to share the gospel of Jesus. Be the bridge for Pittsburgh and beyond January 20 through 24, 8 p.m. on Cornerstone TV. That's Pittsburgh Channel 40 or Channel 5 on Verizon and Comcast. Hello, this is Terry Hanna, host of Christians with Secret Addictions. I'm not a pastor, theologian, therapist, or counselor. I'm a Christian with 26 years of healing for multiple addictions. If you or a loved one are lost in the wilderness of an addiction, we're here for you every Sunday evening at 6.45 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Why not join us on this spiritual journey to the promised land of healing? Talk to you Sunday. Here's a wild story. Uh, with the defeat of the Islamic State and the militants' loss of territory in the Middle East, countries across Europe have had to grapple with the return of those associated with the group. Turkey's decision to release ISIS detainees have forced Western European nations to confront a problem that they had long sought to avoid, which is what to do about the potential return of radicalized, often battle-hardened Europeans to countries Mm -hmm. that do not want them back. Mm -hmm. This is happening in Norway. Now, there's a woman in Norway who left for Syria in 2013. She had grown up in a Norwegian-Pakistani family. She attended university, but she left Syria. I mean, she left Norway, ended up in Syria, lived in an Islamic State territory, marrying twice and having uh, two children with people in the caliphate. Now, her and her husband, her and her children were plucked from the Kurdish-controlled detention camp in Syria. They arrived back in Norwegian soil on Saturday. And the Norwegian government is its just crazy about right, this. Because 
Look, you made your choice. Right. Quote, this woman has turned her back on us, said Engel Hengelman, who is part of the Norwegian parliament. She hates all that we stand for. She joined a gruesome terror army, contributed to persecution, decapitation, burnings, and the murder of innocent children. We do not want her kind in Norway. We certainly don't want Norwegian authorities spending enormous resources getting them to Norway. We do not want her back. I'm on Norway's side. What do you do? Here's the crazy Boy, thing. She's going to have to find a place to go because she chose years ago. By November of, of last year, there were 12,300 foreigners detained in camps in Syria, including 8,700 children uh-huh. from more than 40 nations, according to estimates by the charity Save the Children. A report from Washington Institute for the Near East Policy showed similar figures. So It's the, not just the mom. No, it's the large majority of these Our are kids. children, and this is part of the deal. You bring these women over, you, you impregnate them right away, so now... We're going to arrive back at your doorstep with women and children who are already radicalized, or at least the women are, and then we're going to insert you back into society again. It's crazy. It's gruesome. What do you do? It's ethically demonic. So in Norway, the decision was met with staunch opposition from the government's coalition partners, anti-immigration, law and order, progressive party. There were suggestions that if the matter was not settled to its liking, it could blow up the coalition government. And who knows what would happen? Re-elections, new presidents, new parliamentary members, all because of this. All because people who are bent on destruction of destroying a way of life that existed, of course, in Norway for a century or more. Right. Europe is not immune. The United States has suffered with some small problems like this, but nothing on this order. There's a lot to be said for the, and I hate to say it, about repatriotizing people like yeah. this. I mean, I didn't say it flippantly when I said it was demonic. It is. Impregnating women for the purpose of taking radicals into Western countries is appalling. Surely it is. And it can't be tolerated. But I don't know. This isn't... <laughs> This is another situation that we know about because of modern technology that I hear about and am instantly overwhelmed by. Right. I have I don't know what an opinion is on that. I don't know what a what a way forward is on that. I don't know what justice is in that circumstance. Yeah, because it'd be different all. if it was just okay. It. The crazy radicals. We're going to keep the crazy right. radicals out, or we'll imprison them, or whatnot. But when you've got eight thousand five hundred children, children are innocent. Children didn't do anything. They were just born to people who were evil people. What do you do now? That's the problem. Heaven help us. Speaking of problems, the New York Times has decided that uh, they can't decide who they're going to advocate for the next president of the United States. And so for the first time in their history, they've come down on the side of two candidates. Yeah. Uh, so for the first time, Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar, these women, uh, the face of the Democratic Party, this is a much coveted, coveted endorsement. It sure is. And, so and the- it's fascinating that it's going to two people. 50-50. Yeah. So the time, here's the Times um, uh, sort of idea. Well, Elizabeth Warren is a little too far left. Amy Klobuchar is a more moderate. If we combine those two, then we think that's a winning ticket for the Democrats. Does it make any sense? Do they say anything about who's going to get the top spot? Uh, they do not. Right. They say it's a co-endorsement. Mm-hmm. Right. First time ever in the history of the Times endorsing any presidential candidate. Have they it's done it twice? A, I'll be honest with you. It's a cop-out. 
It's a cop-out. Basically, what they're saying is what we're all saying, that we don't really like any of the candidates all that much. Well, That's what they're saying. I believe that the Times is to blame for this because the Times, in their progressive, deeply liberal bent, have emboldened and engaged these candidates, Bernie, you name it, everybody knows who they are, right? That It's off the rails. And for most people, even if you're a Democrat, you kind of go... That's a little too far. That's 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 not the Democratic Party that I grew up with, right? I'm, I'm just putting words in people's mouths here. No, but, but I think you're speaking for a lot of the Democratic Party, at least according to polls right now in America. So the Times, in some ways, as the giant media platform, has created this. Now they want to roll it back. Right, right. That's the state of the news. All right. Whether it's ISIS or the Democratic nominees, impeachment proceedings underway, heaven help us. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. If you're a homeowner, I've got great news that could save you money. In response to rising home prices, federal housing officials have stepped in to help make mortgages more affordable. Here's how. Some mortgage loans with specific maximum amounts are backed by government agencies, and those borrowers receive lower interest rates because the government insures them. But now the government is expanding the limits of these types of loans by 10% or higher. So what does that mean for you? It means a lot of people with mortgages will now qualify for lower interest rates because of this government expansion, and they don't even know it. So how do you know if you qualify? Easy. Just speak with one of our loan agents and ask if your mortgage now qualifies for a lower interest rate because of expanding loan limits. For a free quote, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-457-6947. That's 800-457-6947. 800-457-6947. Join Cornerstone Television Network for our Be the Bridge broadcast. All week starting January 20th at 8 p.m. Learn how God has called our city to be a light in this world. Hear stories of lives changed and discover ways you can get involved to share the gospel of Jesus. Be the bridge for Pittsburgh and beyond. January 20 through 24, 8 p.m. on Cornerstone TV. That's Pittsburgh Channel 40 or Channel 5 on Verizon and Comcast. Everyone gets hungry before the party. Why not give them something worth talking about without lifting a finger? Food. The Cooked Goose Catering Company provides homemade satisfaction that puts you at ease, whatever the occasion. Right now, get their special appetizer package added to your next menu. An inviting selection of hors d'oeuvres starting at $6.95 per person. Visit cookedgoosecatering.com word and see what's cooking. The Cooked Goose Catering Company just good food. Upwork has the largest network of independent professionals like developers, designers, data scientists, you name it, and they're proven, rated, and reviewed. So when you need in-demand talent, on demand, Upwork is how. Washington County parents, you have a choice in your child's education. For nearly 40 years, Central Christian Academy in Houston is where pre-K through 8th grade students receive the comprehensive education they need to become top of the class. Learn more at ccaschool.com. You know, they say the best is yet to come. But to make that true for your retirement, you need a plan. We'll start by tuning in for Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane with Accurate Solutions Group every Saturday morning at 10. Kurt and Ethan can help simplify the retirement planning process. No technical terms or calculations, no product pushing, just the information you need for retirement. Don't miss Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group every Saturday morning at 10 right here on 101.5 Word FM. 
sad to tell you that last I looked, Allegheny County has the highest rate of flu in the entire state of Pennsylvania. Yowza. So I was looking online because my family was afflicted by the flu. My mm-hmm. husband had it before Christmas, and don't you worry, yes, we were vaccinated. Uh, I thought, is there any way that, you, what can you do other than a vaccination to cut down on the spread of flu virus? Boy in the bubble? In your clean your phone oh what clean your clean phone. your phone it could be just that easy according to abc news they say that most people already have the products at home or work that will sufficiently disinfect their phones and tablets quote it's something that's fairly easily inactivatable by common disinfectants like mm. what we're using around the home kitchen or office it's not that hardy of a virus like a wipe so he says yes Using a wipe, using 409, using something with a disinfectant bent on your phone right now Mm. might help you to ditch the flu virus, which is ready to invade your body. I'm going to do that. As soon as we leave the air, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go get one of those wipes. I never do that. I know it's got to be filthy, right? How about like. I hesitate to say this, but I think I need to. Okay. They said that cell phones carry more bacteria usually than a toilet seat. Well, that's a nice way to end the show. Thanks for joining us here on the ride home. I feel like you you made me say it. You need to be shocked into cleanliness. All right, well, then get clean. Johnandcathyshow.com on the podcast. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.